On today's good word, we're talking about planning for both what comes after and what came before. My friend took a class on horticulture and plant care, and most of the time was spent around the kind of plants you would find in your normal flower garden or vegetable garden. Useful plants most of the students were familiar with. They were used to the idea that most of these plants had a short life cycle, one season or maybe a few years. But then they got to the unit on trees, and their perspective shifted. An experienced arborist came in to talk about his job and some of the trees he cared for, some of which were over a century old, and some of which he had planted the day before. He would show pictures of very young trees and say, "In about forty years, these will be big shade trees, meaning we have to trim the lower branches now." Unlike the rest of the class, where we were thinking about the next month or maybe the next year, this arborist was working on a completely different timescale. He might not even live to see the fruits of all his labors, but he still needed to get the job done now, building the future decades in advance. Not every action we take is going to have an immediate result. We may have to wait for longer than we think in order to see the consequences of the steps we take today. And this is especially true in the Lord's work, as God often operates on a much larger timescale than we can. This ends up being a good thing for us as God's children, since no matter which millennia we live in, we can all experience the same blessings. There is no time limit on the love of God. The atonement of Jesus Christ took place in what we call the meridian of time, named because of its central nature to the plan of salvation. But that doesn't mean that those who came before or after his time weren't able to partake of his blessings. In fact, Doctrine and Covenants section twenty tells us the opposite, demonstrating that the same love is there no matter the time period. That as many as would believe and be baptized in his holy name and endure in faith to the end should be saved. Not only those who believed after he came in the meridian of time in the flesh, but all those from the beginning. Even as many as were before he came, who believed in the words of the holy prophets, who spake as they were inspired by the gift of the Holy Ghost, who truly testified of him in all things, should have eternal life, as well as those who should come after, who should believe in the gifts and callings of God by the Holy Ghost, which beareth record of the Father and of the Son. No trick of timing is going to deprive any of God's children from the chance to return to Him. The crux of His plan, the atonement of His only begotten Son, reaches both forward and backwards through time to anyone who is willing to take up the name of the Savior. Two thousand years after the fact, the life of Jesus can feel very distant sometimes, but the results of His actions are perfectly contemporary. Many circumstances have changed throughout the millennia that humanity has existed on the earth, but some things are true no matter the age we live in. God's love is just as present now as it was when He lived here Himself, and His gift is useful to us as His children in the past, in the present, and in the future. And that's the good word.